Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout, and join me for something wonderful. Race day will be here before you know it. So I'm sure that all of those excited, nervous race day jitters are starting to set in which can make getting all the things on your to-do list done a little overwhelming. Because trust me, in the craziness of the days leading up to the race, you don't want to be mixing up your travel plans or forgetting your headphone charger. So I created the perfect race day checklist to walk you through all the things that you want to check, double check, and remember in the months, weeks, and days leading up to your race. The best part is it's completely free. You can download your free race day checklist now. The link is in the show notes. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. We are diving right into it today with talking about what to eat the night before a race. Now, if you are listening to this episode and your race is tomorrow, we might be a little bit too late. Because I'm really hoping that you are listening to this episode weeks and even months before your race. Like, I'm hoping you are listening to this episode at the very beginning of your training season when you have, you know, 12 to 16, 20 weeks before your race. Because we don't want to be doing anything new on race day or in the days leading up to your race. So if you've never eaten a huge plate of pasta the night before your race, you definitely do not want to be eating a huge plate of pasta before you run. Which, you know, by the way, if you are wondering what carb loading is because you've heard that buzzword thrown around in the running community, I want you to go listen to episode 16 because that episode is all about what carb loading is and more specifically what carb loading is not because I can tell you that consuming a huge plate of fettuccine alfredo uh, before a race might not be the best thing, especially if you've ever learned anything from watching The Office, do not do what Michael did before his 5K. So if carb loading is not eating a huge plate of pasta and that's not the best thing to eat the night before a race, what the heck do we eat the night before a big day? And how do we figure out what the best thing for you is going to be? And 
I know that this isn't going to be the most wonderful answer. I know that you would rather me give you a very specific thing of this is exactly what you need to eat, but we need to figure out what is going to be the best for your body, okay? Each of your training runs are like dress rehearsals. So think of like a school play, Um, you know, you get to run through and practice what it is going to look like for you on race day. You get a practice, you know, waking up and running first thing in the morning. You get a practice your pacing for your race. You get a practice your warm ups. You get a practice your hydration and your fueling strategy. So there's a lot of things that you get to run through throughout your training plan, including what you are eating the night before your race. So think about every run that you do, specifically every long run that you do is dress rehearsal for your big day. And so throughout your training, you want to make sure that you're eating foods that are going to make you feel good and maybe meals that you can replicate on race day. So I know that this is a big commitment, right? It's a big commitment because if you are doing your long runs on Saturday morning, that means that on a Friday night, you might want to avoid the Taco Bell or the the heavily fried foods or the night out with friends because I'm sure those foods are probably not going to be the foods that you want to eat the night before your race. And those foods probably aren't going to be the foods that make you feel good for your long run. But I mean... <sighs> This is where it's difficult because everybody is so different and this is where you have to figure out what works for you because one of my colleagues, I swear, he could literally consume beer and buffalo wings all night and then wake up and run a a marathon like it's no big deal. Whereas if I tried to do the same thing, I would probably be stuck in the porta potty and not even make it to the starting line. So, you know, nerves alone can make you have tummy problems and you don't need the added stress of isn't this food going to settle in my stomach, okay? And I can tell you out of all of the women that I have coached to run races, none of those women eat the same thing. You know, out of every single person, no two runners eat the same meal the night before a race because everyone's body is different and everybody has their own preferences. So this is why we want to start thinking about what we want to eat way in advance so you have time to figure out what actually works for your body. Because just because it works for that Olympic athlete that you follow on social media or because it worked for your coworker doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. So each long run is an opportunity for you to test a new meal to see what is going to make you feel good on race day. So how do we test this, right? We need to bring awareness to the foods that we are eating. 
And I know that, you know, a lot of times we eat without thinking about it, but we really need to be aware of the food choices that we are making. I personally love to log my food because it gives me an opportunity to look back and see, you know, why does my stomach hurt? Why do I feel bloated? Why do I feel tired and heavy? Um, you know, what foods did I eat that led to me feeling so amazing and energized? There's typically a correlation between the foods that you are eating and how you are feeling. So can you find that correlation in the foods that you are consuming? Now, when you log your food, you could be logging this in an app. You could be logging this on a good old, like old fashioned pen and paper. I don't care how you track your food, but when you track your food, you can look back and see if there's that correlation. Because I don't know about you, but I can barely remember what I ate for breakfast this morning or what I did last night. And so, if you're trying to be accurate and you're if you're trying to really get a sense of how you are eating and bringing awareness to what foods make you feel good and what foods maybe aren't so great for your body then tracking is the way to go and i've learned a lot about my body i've learned a lot about you know what makes me feel good because of my years of tracking so one big example is i love steak. Seriously, my husband knows that if he wants to make me a fancy dinner at home, he can grill me a delicious steak and I am the happiest girl in the world. I love steak, but I know that the night or if I eat steak at night, I know that I tend to wake up feeling really heavy and sluggish when I go for my runs the next morning. So, if I'm going to eat the night before a race, I'm probably going to choose a different form of protein than steak because I don't want to eat something that I know has has made me feel heavy and sluggish in the past. So I know that red meat, as much as I love steak, is a no-go before a race for me. My stomach is also very sensitive to fiber. If I eat fiber, my body knows to go, if you know what I mean. So the day before a race, I'm going to stay away from fibrous foods. In fact, usually the two to three days before a race, I'm going to start cutting back on my fiber. So that means I'm going to, you know, probably not eat broccoli or, um, you know, I'm not going to be eating any uh, uh, prunes the, the night before a race, right? I'm going to stay away from those super fibrous foods and I'm going to stick with vegetables that are maybe a little bit easier on the stomach, okay? Another thing that I know gets me uh, a little, little upset in the tummy is spicy foods. I love spicy food. I love spicy Indian food, but you know what? Uh, I definitely do not want to be dealing with any sort of indigestion, indigestion, gosh, can I talk, or any tummy issues before a race. So the night before a big day, I will typically stick with more simple flavors and seasonings. 
okay? So those are just three examples for me and my body. And I probably wouldn't have even thought about it if it wasn't for the fact that I have literally been tracking my food and seeing what the correlation is between how I am feeling and the foods that I am eating. So what about your body, okay? What foods make you feel good? What foods make you feel not so great? And can you commit to bringing this awareness to your food and your food choices and how you are feeling over the next couple weeks, over the next couple months to get a better idea of how to best fuel your body so you know what to eat the night before a race? Okay, you get to practice these meals. You get to practice what vegetables. You get to practice what carbs make you feel good. You get to practice what proteins make you feel good. You get to practice these foods so that way the night before the race, you feel confident about the meal that you are choosing. Now, the one thing that makes it difficult and it can be a little bit challenging is if you are traveling for your race because you aren't at home where you have your own ingredients and your own seasonings. You might not even have a kitchen at all when you are traveling. So you might be relying on restaurants or, you know, takeout food or whatever. So I want you to keep in mind about your nutrition when you are making your travel plans. Because if your flight comes in really, really late and everything around you is closed, what are you going to do for food? Or if you find yourself going to a race in the middle of nowhere, what food options are going to be there? You know, I've done a lot of Spartan races where we are staying in these really, really small towns where all the restaurants are closing at eight o'clock, where here in Miami, like nothing closes before 10. So being in a place where everything closes at eight, you know, we have made some really close calls to not being able to get in for dinner service. Or times when we've stayed in these small towns where the only real restaurant was like a Denny's. You know, when that happens, what are you going to eat at Denny's that is going to make you feel good for race day? So make sure you look up where your race is, where you're going to be staying, what restaurants are nearby, what food options are available, what times those restaurants close, and is there a plan B just in case something doesn't work out? Have that all be part of your travel plans because fueling your body is incredibly important. If you can't eat dinner or you don't eat the right thing, it can really affect your race day. And after months of training and putting in all of the miles and all the hard work, the last thing I want for you is to have a crappy race day because fueling wasn't a main focus as you were creating your plans or as you were setting up for the race. Okay, so I know 
I know that this isn't the answer that you were looking for. I know that you would have loved for me to come on this episode and just tell you exactly what to eat or eat this magical thing and you'll have the best race ever. And for me as a coach, it's really frustrating because I would love to just tell my clients what that magical thing is. But I promise you that when you do this work, when you log your food, when you bring awareness to the food choices that you are making and how they are feeling, it is going to optimize your performance and it is going to allow you to have the best possible race day. If you do this work, it is going to be any is going to be better than any meal that I could suggest for you right now. Okay, and this allows you to kind of be your own scientist, right? It allows you to kind of play with things and to mix and match different foods, and it allows you to test different things, and it can be a fun part of training. However, if you are listening to this episode, and it is the night before your race, Choose a meal that you have eaten before. Choose a meal that is easy on your stomach. And you know what? A little extra carbs in your dinner is totally fine. Again, make sure to listen to that carb loading episode just so you can go into that a little bit deeper. But don't overthink your meal the night before a race. Eat the foods that you've practiced with and you are going to have an incredible race. Good luck and enjoy. So that's it for me today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.